Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome to a special happy hour edition of Reality Bites, a podcast about sex, love, relationships, and dating in the digital age. I'm your host, Courtney Kosak, and I am joined today by my very fave, Steve Hernandez. So good to be here. (laughs) And we have an awesome guest today, Rachel O'Brien. Hello. Thanks for having me. Also a podcast host. Yeah. Be here for a while. My podcast on iTunes. Yeah. And all the other places you can listen to podcasts. (laughs) A great podcast. Uh, You can catch her uh, in Vanderpump Rules. Occasionally. Occasionally. Not a main cast member. <laughs> um, and uh, around town doing stand-up. Yep. You're very mm-hmm. funny. And I tour a lot, too. Cool. Yeah. Um, so Thanks for pouring me wine. This is the greatest thing ever. I know, right? These, yeah. We do these Friday afternoon episodes, and it's nice to... Oh. I usually drink during mine. Yeah, really you do. <laughs> it is. Are you going to drink tonight? What are you doing tonight? Of course I am. <laughs> I don't know the last time I didn't drink. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, but actually, do you know Sarah Mello? She's the, uh-huh. just, yeah, it's, she's having a birthday party at this club on, in Hollywood and Highland. I like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But I might try to stop by. But you hang out with all the Vanderpump Rules girls. They always go out to do that oh, kind yeah, of stuff, yeah. right? They're in Mexico right now, though. Okay. But yeah, they, oh, yeah. They can out drink me, which is rare. Uh, it, it's so, uh, do you, do you love being a part of that show? I love that show. I you mean, do? I watched it like I haven't seen mm-hmm. this season, but mm-hmm. I do love the show. It's really great. And I really do love that they work there. Yeah. He's a genuine. They, yeah. And they really are truly like everyone truly is really good friends. Like it's really rare with a reality show where like usually like people are cast and mm-hmm. it's like. They struck lightning in a bottle with that where like we all hang out off camera. Like we're all truly best friends. Like I just had Catherine Dennis from Southern Charm on my podcast yesterday. And oh, she was telling cool. me that, like, and because I'm friends with a lot of them, but the ones that I'm friends with actually hang out. But she was like, she was saying like most of them don't really hang out off camera because they were all cast to be on it. They weren't original friends. So they they were just legit started the show with the people that work at the restaurant. Uh, uh, sir, or Vanderpump Rules, yeah, yeah. And they all they all had dated each other and all that stuff. Like the the drama was already built in. Nice. Like they don't have to manufacture it. Plus Lisa. Yeah. Is so such a great personality. Yeah, she's funny. Yeah. She was no. always my favorite of she the She just rolled her eyes. No, 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 she's fine. She's fine. She's, 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 she's really good on camera and she's nice in person. She's fine. I don't know her that well because I've never worked at the restaurant. So, yeah. right, right. I only see her like during like filming things and stuff. Uh huh. Totally. Uh, my buddy owns a bar that I work at. I've worked at for 10 years mm-hmm. in Covina. Uh-huh. And so, Sheena always comes in. Oh, yeah, because uh, she's from Azusa. Yeah, and Thanksgiving, she comes in. Usually Thanksgiving night, and really? I always work. Th- I work Thursdays and Friday nights, That's so funny. I she comes in every every Thanksgiving. Really, and the, she's always What's it re- called? she's always it's called the Chatterbox, the chatterbox. and uh, yeah, she would know what it is. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, they come in all the time, and she's always super nice. Yeah, she's and I'm great. always blown away at how little she is. She's tiny. Yeah, because she looks like a normal sized person, but no, nope. she does. She <laughs> well, she's she's well, she's lost a lot of weight over like the last year. Yeah, she's like tiny now. 
What's yeah. your secret? <laughs> no, I'm just don't kidding. Know. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Probably not eating as much. I don't know. <laughs> um, so uh, you're from Oregon. Mm-hmm. Small town on the coast. We were just talking about this. Goonies town. Goonies town. Otherwise, no one would know what it was. Astoria, no one knows that. And yeah. you were cut from kindergarten cop. What I was, was, listen, what was your scene? And how old were you? I was five. I was actually in kindergarten. I was in the classroom. And ah. then me and my sister got carried out by the firemen. But then they cut that part out. Oof. I know. It was rough. It was rough. Did you Show meet me. Arnold? I'm still not over it. Huh? Did you meet harsh. Arnold? Yeah, I got a photo with him and everything. Oh, that's awesome, oh, yeah. man. Cool. Yeah. Is that when you got the showbiz bug? Yeah. Well, I was always like a per- like performing as a little kid. I would like, I would do like, uh, this is, well, it was later, but like the Saturday Night Live skits, I would like perform at my, like, par- parties with my parents uh-huh. for their friends, like the Spartan cheerleaders. It was awesome. Cool. I was a fat kid, so I had to like find a way you to were? like, you know, show my personality. Yeah. Big time. When did you stop being fat? Well, like 14 or 15. And I was only fat for like a few years. But those are like pretty, yeah, yeah, those yeah. are important so like, years. Yeah, like those are the high, worst yeah. years to be fat. I didn't fat. know I was fat though. I thought I was awesome. How like, you were I, awesome then. No, but I was like, I should try out for a pageant. Like no one told me. My parents always told me I was beautiful. And then one day at school, someone was like, they put a thin, thin magnet on my locker. And I was like, oh, well-timed joke. And also maybe I should lose weight. <laughs> oh God, kids are so mean. Oh, I didn't actually bother me that much. I was like, you're going to grow up and do meth, which is probably what happened because <laughs> no one leaves my town. I, it's interesting to have an ugly duckling phase during that time I period. imagine I you t- had a terrible I one. I had right? a terrible yeah. one. Why would you say that? I imagine you, could, you, you could see it. In a, you, you can? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you could I can't really see it. You were just it. gangly, right? Tomboy kind of thing, right? I wasn't that gangly. I was just like... You know, not. I didn't care. I wore pajama pants. Yeah. I like didn't care about makeup until way later. It was just like I. I wasn't. Yeah. I had this weird haircut for a while. <laughs> like I looked like I could be Peter Pan or something. You know, oh, it was like, like a short haircut. Yeah, that's awesome. It was bad. It takes a lot of balls. To I think it rock builds that. your character. To oh, it be totally ugly does. At that stage. I probably wouldn't have been a, become a comic if I was like a hot cheerleader type. Totally. Like, I mean, I don't know. I've always had like a big personality, but like, I think that probably the trajectory of my life would have gone differently. So when did you have your first boyfriend? My first? Oh, I always had boyfriends, but my town's so small. It's like, they didn't have like much to choose from. So like, <laughs> totally. And my family was like, like for that town, like pretty successful. So I always had like a cool car and stuff. And, uh, what did your family do? What's the family my dad business? My a logging company. Oh my god, yeah. that's so cool! But it's right? like blue collar money. It's not like if they moved, if they moved to LA, they would. Of course, be, but know? I love the idea of yeah. the small town, big time, like construction guy. Yeah, like yeah. that's the construction daughter guy. That's yeah. I love it because it is blue collar, a little trashy yeah. still. That's oh yeah, what I, I drove like. a lifted forerunner. Yes, so yeah. gross. I, I, so I knew I was getting that so river gross. vibe from you right there. Yeah, I knew or it. camouflage. Yeah, that's great. That's I knew disgusting. it. Yeah. <laughs> Very, oh very man, shady. I gotta see some pics from you wearing some camo, being all chubby and shit. Yeah. That'll be tough. I like, by the time I had a license, though, I was thin. Oh yeah. yeah, but I was still, I was ridiculous. Um, okay, so I can totally relate. I am from a small town in Minnesota, mm-hmm. and there just wasn't, there wasn't anyone like I even really wanted to date at yeah. that stage. I just was always like, I'm gonna be leaving here soon. Yeah. And how I, many people were in your town? Like four thousand. Oh, that's about mine. Oh yeah, that's really small. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you, was it like a hick town or? I mean, I think so now for yeah. sure. I mean, I thought so then. I think, I, you know, I like my parents still live there. Uh-huh. And, you know, there are a lot of sweet people that live there, but it always felt so, so small to me. And I was just yeah. like. Because that is small. Yeah. Did you have like a Like mall people nearby? would date other, 
like you could be related to someone. You would have to check and make sure oh, yeah. you were related. Oh yeah, and it didn't really matter if they were second cousins; they'd still date each other. Thank God I wasn't related to anyone really there. I don't think second cousins is bad, by the way. What? Yeah, ah, actually, that's really weird. <laughs> Why, are you dating your second cousin? Uh, no, but I think that's like kind of sexy in a way. If you like met your, <laughs> if you met your second cousin at a family reunion, I've thought about this. If you met your second cousin at a family reunion and you didn't know each other and they were like pretty jamming, what's wrong with that? Here's because the, it's weird. It's yes, a no, inbred. It's no? it's a little inbred, but I do get it because I had there were like I have thirty cousins on my uh-huh. dad's side. So do I. That's actually the exact number I think on my dad's side. Yeah, it's crazy. There were nine of them, and then mm-hmm. they just had a whole broods themselves. Uh, my I had an older cousin mm-hmm. who I thought was super cute. <laughs> I mean, so I funny. knew like you know. Maybe like, I just didn't have cute cousins. Maybe that's you guys probably, just had like yeah. better looking cousins. Yeah, and I said second cousins. Okay, were second ones cousins. I didn't see okay, that often. Right, Not right. like my first cousins. <laughs> although I will tell you this. My first cousins are almost all beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I typically date white women. Although if I get out of this one, I'm going straight Latina. You could take that to the bank, folks. Really? Yeah, but, it's, it's, but all <laughs> my girl cousins are all the most beautiful Latinas yeah. around. I'm like, well, Latina women are beautiful. Yeah. Yes, they are. But I'm just like, if I can't have the best. Why even try? That's what I told myself when I was younger. Really? Because the best are my first cousins. They're all beautiful. Oh, okay. I love you guys. I, I love you, boo boos. Oh, that's really cute. Is it? <laughs> no, I feel like he loves them that much. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that. And Courtney got the creepiness of the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's taking a weird turn. Yeah. All right, let's get off it. Uh, I like it. No, that's that's great. So I, guess I just didn't have good-looking cousins. You didn't date any. Of, you didn't. You dated the townies, but you weren't that into it. No, because I, I always knew I wanted to leave. And then did you move to L.A. right away? No, I went to, my parents wouldn't let me. They made me, like, go to college. And so, <laughs> uh, but I went to University of Oregon, and I graduated in three years so I could move down here. And in college, I had, like, a long, I had two boyfriends. One died. That was sad. And then the other one, it oh was, like, he died God. after we broke up. Like, like okay. 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 Um, right. Not, like, while I was with him. Yeah. And then the other one was, like, a college football player that went to go play in the NFL. And he didn't, when he, like, stopped playing, he didn't want to move to L.A. So I actually, this is how I... <laughs> I'm sorry, let's back this up a little. I know, you just said about... So you were with him when he was in the NFL? Yeah, but he only played for like two months before he got injured for the Panthers. Oh my God, that's awful. How long were you with him before? Like two years. And then he went to the NFL, what a dream, and then... And then when he got injured, like we we lived together in Portland, Oregon for like like a couple months together, and like he was so depressed about it, like not being able to play football, and I wanted to move to LA so bad, and I was like, ugh... So I flew to LA for uh, like an internship or job interview, which I did have, but I don't, that was no reason to stay there. And I was like, I start on Monday, I guess I can't come back. And so I never went back and him and my parents had to move my stuff down to LA. Oh my God. So you never really said goodbye, really? No, we said goodbye. Like, and I said, why don't you stay in LA with me? And he didn't want to. So he ended up moving to Nashville and hanging out with his brother because his brother played football there. And then, like, married with kids now? No, oddly enough, he lives in LA and became an actor. And we're, like, best friends. Like, we hang out all the time. Yeah. He's like, and he became a more successful actor than me, actually, which is annoying. Um, (laughs) That's so But he's, like, a very distinct look. Like, it's, like, he's gigantic. And so, like, anytime they need, like, a Neanderthal or, like, an athlete in a commercial, (laughs) like, that's him. Or, like, a biker dude. Because he's just real aggressive looking. But, so, it sounds like you you knew, even if he, when he was in the NFL, you were going to move to LA anyway, right? Uh, probably, yeah. I, w- I think I would have, like, gone to visit him a lot, but yeah, I think... Because as much as his dreams were dashed, you had must have had dreams to be an NFL wife, right? Um, 
It sounds like it was really it was really weird. Like I when I go he went he played for the Panthers and when I went to go visit him in Charlotte, I remember kind of feeling like I don't want to live here and do this. Like Uh it just didn't seem. I mean, I wanted to be with him, but like I didn't want to like not live in L.A. Yeah, and, and you would have to, for, yeah, you would have had to forget yeah. about your dreams. But you do have an NFL wife quality about you. Do I? You. Yeah. She does. Like, yeah, I could totally see Thank you like you. running a cancer like research thing, <laughs> like, yeah, like having a five k yeah. and that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, isn't that like I don't work? Thing? I just have like charity yeah. and yeah, hobbies charity and stuff. friends yeah. to hang out with. That's really funny. So they have a rough relief. life though. Those women. I mean, like. Not not rough in the sense that their husbands are rich, but they're always gone and stuff. Oh they yeah, get cheated on constantly. Yeah. That's constantly. true. You wouldn't have cheated on her though. You, come on, oh, I don't know, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Devin, Devin would have told, but like I would have ended up with him. But well, most of them do. So you came, when did you so you came to L.A. after that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when did you get into uh, comedy? When did you know that you were going to be a comedian? Mm. Well, I originally just moved out to be an actress, and I hated the thought of I, waiting for someone to hire me. Yes. Like, it's like, just it just felt like, because you can't just go act if you want. You either have to have an audition or, like, book something. Or you have to be or, in some shitty theater per- yeah. performance that's like... And we don't have good theater here, really. No. Like, and so I wanted to, like, do something where I could take my career into my own hands. And so I went to grad school at UCLA for screenwriting, and I realized quickly I like to write comedic pilots. And I was like, well, I want to Did you go- do the professional program? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. We have, like, the same life story. It's just- Did you go there, too? Yeah. I say it's grad school because technically you had to be having it an is, undergrad degree. It, it is grad school. And it's, it's a one-year certificate program. I know. But it is selective. Like, I looked it up once, and they only... <laughs> I like to see, like, how hard it was to get into, and it was hard to get into. We have the same hang-up so about did, it. You did, you did that too, Corey? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I just straight up say grad school. I don't care if it's not... It's not a lie. What's the program about? It's, uh... It's... How, how? Oh shit! How I forget his name. Whatever. He's yeah. he's great. He gives good lectures. Uh-huh. Um, but he uh, heads the program, and you do. There's there's like one kind of uh, lecture mm-hmm. day a week, and then you have like a smaller group where you workshop screenplays, and it's a, it takes you write a year. Two or three, I forget in the year. Yeah, and it's just cool. Yeah. It gets you, especially if you're undergrad, like my undergrad was in theater mm-hmm. with an acting emphasis and transitioning to writing after that is just like, you need, it's not like it's that advanced mm-hmm. what they're teaching you, but yeah. you just need the structure of yeah, it. Yeah, and you walk out of it with two full scripts, yeah. which is, it's, it's really great. hard to sit down and make yourself write and they, you know, they forced you to, otherwise you wouldn't graduate. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, I liked writing comedies, but then I started just writing like TV pilots, like uh-huh. comedies. And I wanted to be able to like test out my jokes. So I was like, I should do stand up. And then I did stand up once and it got under my skin and I was like, I have to do this for the rest of my life. Like I'm highly addicted to it now. It's terrible. You, it ruins it, your life. Yeah. Do you, did you feel that way the first time you got on stage? Um, not, not really. Uh, to me, I think what I love about stand up is that because I used to be a pastor, so mm-hmm. I, I was used to be on stage. Yeah. I didn't care. But I just love the, uh, I love putting together ideas. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think your brain gets hooked on. Like yeah. it's problem solving basically. Yeah, totally. So you come up with a thesis sentence and then supporting the thesis yeah. sentence. So yeah, there, you, there's a problem solving. I think it's, and I think that's why it kind of ruins our lives in a lot of ways is because we let our brain kind of take over in a lot uh-huh, of ways. Uh-huh. And it's so satisfying physiologically yeah. because you're letting your brain just rip and solve yeah. problems. Yeah. And so it's like, this just feels so good. It gives you mm-hmm. a purpose that I don't, I don't know if you ever had that. It felt like you had a purpose before. Yeah. Well, and it's something like if I'm going to stay in the entertainment industry that I can, I can get up on stage even if I don't have a show and go to an open mic if I want. I can just mm-hmm. do comedy. You have I can control write, over it. It's singular. Yeah. Yeah, it's I I love stand up. 
But it is, it's hard. I mean, sometimes you like have a great set and you're like, I'm amazing. And sometimes you get off stage, you're like, I'm gonna kill myself. That was horrible. Hey guys, we all need to take a little bit better care of ourselves and taking care of our mental health is no exception. That's why today's sponsor, Talkspace, the online therapy company, makes it easy to connect with an experienced licensed therapist handpicked just for you for as little as $32 a week. Using Talkspace, you can send your therapist text, audio, and video messages whenever you want, or even do a live video chat. You want to vent about work or family or talk through something that's been on your mind? No problem. You've got a therapist there ready to help. So to sign up or learn more, go to Talkspace.com reality. And as a very special offer to our listeners, you can use coupon code reality to get $30 off your first month and show your support for this podcast. So go to Talkspace.com reality and use promo code reality. Talk space. It's therapy for how we live today. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't tried it yet, Courtney. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I've definitely toyed with the idea. I have like docs of bits written. I write comedy, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, I don't know. I think like writing for a late night show would be a little bit more. Have you submitted like a writing packet? Oh yeah, this? yeah, and and gotten really close oh, and sweet. like. And we've we've written on animated an animated show recently, and yeah, I don't know. I kind of get off that same way through that. Mm -hmm. um, and the acting thing is so hard in that mm -hmm. you don't have control. Uh, and it's like there's a million girls out here just trying to be actors, but when you add another element to it, like you're a writer or you're, I'm a stand-up, like it makes you different. It does set you apart. It sets you apart and it grounds you. I heard an interview with like... Uh, one of those Derek comedy guys, I think, uh, was doing the interview. Uh, Derek comedy? Uh, Donald Glover was in that oh. group. and D.C. Pearson. D.C. Pearson. I never and, know things. Um, <laughs> but uh, one of them was talking about how auditioning made them feel so crazy. Uh -huh. And when they write, it's not like they abandon acting dreams, mm -hmm. but it gives you something else to focus on. Oh, yeah. So you're and not just sitting there waiting. Yes. Yes. Waiting for a call, waiting for an audition. Yeah. Yeah. Even the writing is hard, I think, too. I mean, I like doing it once I can do it, but it makes me crazy, like, to sit down and do it. Like, I'll procrastinate. Like, it's so satisfying hours. to me, though. When I finally started, because I wrote, I first wrote to write for myself. Mm -hmm. And then when I actually started doing it all the time yeah. and did the professional program and stuff, I was like, oh, this is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Putting together the bits, you probably feel like that in your stand-up, where it's like yeah. just that uh, element of. It's hard for me to write though. Like I like doing it when I do it, but it's hard for me to force myself to do it. Yeah, I like kind of go crazy. I had to submit a packet for SNL, and I got the assignment in May from my manager. It was due June fifteenth. I did not start <laughs> writing it until June fourteenth at around ten p.m. And then I was like, mm, "I'm tired. I'm gonna go to bed." <laughs> uh, and then in the morning, I woke up and I was like, "Maybe it's just not for me. Maybe I'm just not gonna do it." And then I forced myself to sit down for like four hours and write it. Uh -huh. But I submitted it the day it was due, and I knew for two months. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I feel. But it must be hard for you to. Are you in a relationship right now? Mm -mm. I've been single for the first time in like seven years. Um, like we broke up like maybe nine months ago. Oh yeah. Yeah, I had two boyfriends back to back, like two and a half years and four and a half years. Have you much. always been kind of a serial monogamist? I guess so, but I'm really enjoying being single now. 
Because yeah. it's, it's like, this is the first time it's like an adult I've been single. Uh-huh. What do you do? Are you on the apps or are you just trying on, to stay single? No, I, I date a lot. It's fun. Um, <laughs> I'm on Raya, which is a like, uh-huh. good one to narrow the it's dating the pool. It's the elite. Yeah, it's the elite Tinder. Yeah, but there's a lot of weirdos on there too. Um, if you want to date Instagram models. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably like, who is this weird comedian girl that <laughs> posts weird photos? Um, uh, What's yeah. your song on your Raya profile? Dire Straits, Sultans of Swing. I'm very proud of my right. Ah, oh, that's pretty good. It's a good one. Yeah, that's great. And it's a slideshow. I like my slideshow. Yeah. <laughs> Are you finding good guys? Yeah, I met like everyone I've met has at least been super interesting off of there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have met good people, but yeah, nothing. But it's just not. It's all super cash. Mm, no, I mean there's people that I like probably went on like I don't know like seven dates with or something mm-hmm. well, that's, but then it just, that's a lot and then it just fizzled out yeah i think he wanted to marry a jew or something i don't know um, <laughs> i aspired to be a jew one day i love jews you can convert great. yeah i guess he was like wanted the real deal uh, <laughs> no but like i sort of got over him too like i went to europe and then i don't know it just sort of fizzled out but yeah, yeah. are you good at um I into I have been in a relationship for like ten months, but mm-hmm. prior to that, I'd been in like my first kind of single stretch, like yeah. you're talking How about. How long was it? Mm, about a year and a half or two years, mm-hmm. but I I wasn't really enjoy. I was like heartbroken until for the first nine months of mm-hmm. it, and then I could kind of got in the swing of it. But it was foreign to me to date multiple people. Really. Are you I, co- totally? I have no problem with that. Really? Because it's like hedging your bets. It's like if someone hurts your feelings and you just go on a date with someone else, and then usually the other one will come back around because <laughs> you're not paying as much attention to them. That's so true. <laughs> um, I mean, I would like to date some. Like, I'm not looking for a boyfriend, but if someone great came along, like, of course I would, you know, date them. Uh-huh. I just don't really know how to convert dating into boyfriend. Like, at least at sure. this stage of my life. Well, some of it is just luck of the draw of who yeah. you meet. Yeah. Right? And it's hard to predict who exactly you're going to click with, especially yeah. with online stuff. Did, I, did you, I like, think. follow the rules when you met your boyfriend? What are the rules? I don't know. All the things that, like, they say to do. Like, don't sleep with them too soon. Never text them ever. Uh, be he, always happy. <laughs> here's what I maybe had going for me mm-hmm. is that um, I was hung up on this other guy mm-hmm. prior. And then I literally, I just wrote an essay See, about that this. is exactly what it worked. Because you were hung up on someone else. You weren't giving your <laughs> current boyfriend that much attention. So then he was yes. excited about you. Yeah, but like I would have, he was my best first date ever. It mm-hmm. was just, I was kind of blind to that. Mm-hmm. That the fact that that, that was but true right. at that, that time. Probably, that, so you, you were a little apathetic to it. Does if that you, work on guys? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Really? All that stuff works on guys. I don't care what anyone says. I feel says. like it works really? on girls too, Did your girlfriend do that to get you? No, but it works with men typically. Yeah. No, my girlfriend and I slept together the first time there yeah. was a thing going on. Yeah. But uh, it, it works with guys. I don't think the sleeping thing really matters as long as you're not weird about it afterwards. Like, yeah. I think uh-huh. that... But I think it's more just like not calling them a bunch and like. Oh yeah, she's very good about all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Even uh, we we were together for a year and we were broken up for a while. But it, through that broken up period, she never texted me. She really? never did any of that stuff. And I think that's eventually 
why we got back together. Yeah. A lot of that because she played it as cool as she yeah, could play. Yeah, see, it works. Like, I don't need, I don't need you, but I, you know, she. But it's I, actually because she probably really meant it too. It's like I think guys can sense it when it's actually a game. Yeah. But yes. like, if the girl is truly just like, well, if you're not stepping up, then fuck it, you know. Yeah, and uh, when we did get back together, it's so funny because it, it was about we were broken up for about a year. And uh, I had seen her because we were doing a little off and on. We'd hook mm-hmm. up still every now and then. And uh, there was a time finally when I, 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 I finally told her. And then she, I saw her and she was coming from a Christmas thing. Mm-hmm. She looked, I mean, stunning. Like mm-hmm. a, a woman from a Hollywood of yesteryear. Yeah. And uh, we sat down and then she was just like... She was just like, why don't you just give us another shot? What's the big deal? She's and, and uh, but she said it all flirty. Tell yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, give her the real. Oh yeah, spiel. yeah, yeah. yeah she <laughs> had. She yeah, well, because uh, we had hung out, and then I just, I could sense that I, she was just so full of anxiety. Mm-hmm. She was afraid to lose me again. So after we broke up, and it, it was kind of like, uh, it was kind of her fault we broke up. It wasn't like a, a dumb reason why we broke up. But I, I just didn't know if I could ever capture like that feeling again because it, it felt like she was walking on eggshells around me. Uh-huh. And so I was like, like one of the last times we hung out before this time, I was just like, I can't do this to this poor girl because she's very happy and vivacious yeah. and fun. And the last time we hung out, she was just walking on eggshells. And I'm like, I can't keep putting this girl through that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I, I'm just not going to call her. Anymore. I'm going to let her live her life yeah. and not be a jerk. But then this finally, then this last time I saw her. Like so you maybe, just ran into her. Yeah, I ran into uh-huh. her a few weeks later. But they're in like the scene. She's a stand-up yeah. too. Oh, she is. Who yeah. is it? Uh, her name's Julia Loken. I don't. Okay. I don't know if we run in the same circles. Okay. Um, look her up. But yeah, yeah, you'll look her up, and I mean, you don't, you don't know who I am, right? Uh you look familiar. Yeah. I'm, I'm really bad with names, though. That's okay. I mean, there's not that many huge Mexicans on the scene. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, do her cute little flirty voice with you. Oh yeah, I don't. I'm not gonna do that thing. But uh, yes. I don't remember. But so oh yeah, she, yeah, I will tell you. So I saw her a few weeks later, uh-huh. and I hadn't talked to her, and she's looking that great, right? Mm-hmm. And so we just, uh, I saw her, and then uh, she was like. Do you want to talk or something? We want. It was at Bigfoot Lodge on, mm-hmm. on the east side. So we sat down, and then she's like, she's like, how come you didn't call me, huh? How come you not calling me? <laughs> and she was just, she wasn't walking on eggshells anymore. Yeah. She was like in a she flirty way, yeah. saying like, come on, what the fuck, man? Yeah. What, what's your deal? Like, you're not gonna get any better than me. Yeah. I love you. I'm hot as shit. I'm funny as shit. She and, sounds uh, awesome. Oh, I mean, she, she is. is awesome. Everyone she loves is. her. Uh, and so it's like, all right. And so we just kept talking. I was like, well, I don't, I don't. If we should go out. I, then we're gonna get back together. And she's like, "What's wrong with that?" And she's like, "Just let you know, let it happen." Huh? <laughs> and I, it was she was just being so funny and so cool at that point. I was just like, "All right." I was like, "You know, whatever." Good move on her part. Yeah, I but know. but she really did play it cool yeah. that whole way through. And and even though it was her fault why we broke up, um, she she allowed me to be upset for the reasons I've been upset. I've, the only reason why I'm not talking about it is because I've just talked about it ad nauseum mm-hmm. on this podcast already. Uh, but, um, she gave me the room to like be myself and to feel whatever I was feeling. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, but I, I do with guys, all those things that are like, um, the rules and stuff. I do believe men, you gotta, fu- if you want a relationship, mm-hmm. like generally don't sleep with them for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's a month, three or four times, generally don't sleep with them because guys are, are dumb. We're mm-hmm. like dogs a lot of times. Yeah. So it's just like, we want what we can't have. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have no problem with giving guys ultimatums if you've been dating long enough. Yeah. Five or six months and you're having a good time. It's like, hey, man, do you want to be 
in a committed mm-hmm. relationship Five or, or six not. months. Okay, so not like two or three months. Three, three, I think three. It depends on the situation. And the frequency of how often you see each other yeah, in yeah. a week. But yeah, three months isn't crazy either. Like you got went out with a guy seven times. I don't know if you can give an ultimatum after seven, but seven isn't nothing. Yeah. You, a, you freaking know that person at that point. Yeah. yeah. I got over him anyways, so I wouldn't have given him an ultimatum. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, have you ever given a man an ultimatum? Um, no. Really? But I've only been like, like really single in like nine months. The other ones happened really easily. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I don't think I have. I mean, you know. But you're still young. I mean, it might, <laughs> it might happen. Yeah, I mean, especially out here, you have to just like, people get so wrapped up in their own, like the profession, their mm-hmm. professional like uh, goals and all that stuff. Yeah. That sometimes you have to be like, hey, I'm I'm going to go. Yeah. I mean, that's a problem. I think it might be a problem. Courtney and I were talking about this before the show, but I'm very transactional about my yeah. relationship stuff. Not in a bad way, but the way I judge my, I mean, maybe in a bad way. I don't yeah. know. But I'm just always looking at like this is the this is the best thing for me. This partnership mm-hmm. is the best thing for me. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And in a business, so you think of everything in a business. Yeah. So you, so is that why you think it's like is it helpful for you to date a comedian because you guys both sort of understand each other's lives? Absolutely. Are you yeah. open to dating a comedian? I never have, but I would oh, be open you to it. I just it. don't want to be like. Like so many of my friends have like hooked up with other comedians, and I just don't want to be like talked about in the. Mm-hmm. That world, like, if it doesn't work out, like, it, it would have to be where I actually, like, dated someone. It couldn't just be casual. Oh, yeah. That's what I always say. Like, yeah. you know, some people have rules. Other comedians have rules about not dating a comedian. Uh, I say, that's kind of silly, but yeah. don't just fuck any comedian. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Which I have not done. Thank yeah. You. It's just like any workplace thing. Yeah. It's like, um, think it through. Think about the ramifications. But if you really like someone, you should yeah. spend time with them and get to know them in yeah. that way. But yeah, I mean, I mean, it's cool. I yeah. really like it this time. But that do you year- like? Go, do you guys like go do shows together and stuff? Yeah, absolutely. I, That's I, fun. Do you go get to go on the road together and stuff? Yeah, we're going. The, yeah, we're going. Oh, we're going on the road. I'm recording my album in October, That's so we're really going to go up the coast, and she's going to open up for me. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of really cool things. So but that year we were broken up. I mean, it was kind of weird sometimes, and we all share the same friends. Mm-hmm. You just got to make sure you're not with an asshole. Yeah. Like really, like is that watch how the person conducts themselves? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but otherwise it's really cool. I, mm-hmm. I think you'd like it. Yeah. Cool. Wow. Do you know anyone? <laughs> no I mean, I know, I know yeah, most they're of all them. monsters. Yeah. Psst, you guys, I'm going to fill you in on a little secret that you probably already know. Cause we're in the middle of the happy hour episode right now. But when you have a great glass of wine, it enhances the moment. Wink understands this and offers exceptional wines from around the world. So you can have more of those kind of moments. Just go to trywink.com, spelled T-R-Y-W-I-N-C.com, and take a brief palate profile quiz, and Wink will recommend distinct and interesting wines from around the globe. Customize to your palate and ship them directly to your door every month. It's unbeatable. I tried it, and I fell in love. Wink sent me all these delicious, amazing wines that I probably never would have heard about, and Right now, Wink is offering Reality Bites listeners $20 off your first order when you go to trywink.com reality. And they'll even cover the cost of shipping. That's trywink, spelled T-R-Y-W-I-N-C dot com slash reality to get $20 off your first order. Plus complimentary shipping. What? You guys, quit whining about where you find all the amazing wines and go to trywink.com 
facebook.com slash reality. I promise you're not gonna regret it. Um, I thought we would we would do a little playmate questionnaire with you. What's that mean? Like, you know the when they fill out the, the oh, center yeah, 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 yeah. in their own handwriting? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so funny. Uh, Rachel, what are your turn-ons? My turn-ons? Oh, man. Success. <laughs> Ambition, right? Ambition. Yeah, it doesn't have to be, like, necessarily, like... They don't have to be like rich or anything, but like the ambition to succeed because mm-hmm. I'm super ambitious. So like if I'm on a date with a guy and he's like, yeah, like sometimes I'm really lazy. I'm like, mm-mm, no, mm-mm, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so ambition, um, confidence mm-hmm. and like a good hearted person. Like I'm not someone I'm not like I don't like bad boys. Mm-hmm. And I don't think like when a guy like. So when you were saying, like, it works on a guy to, like, sort of ignore them and do the rules, I don't like when guys do that to me. I like when people are nice to me. Yeah. So I'm like, I like me. I don't see why you don't like me as much. What? Were you like that when you were younger, too? Yeah. I don't. Like, if someone's, like, like playing with me or, like, like not calling, I'm like, I I just get over it. I'm not like, oh, my God, why is he not calling me? I'm like, that's rude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I had gone on a couple dates with this. I won't. I I had to have it edited out of the last podcast because I was so specific about who he was. But like this football player, I'll just say football player. uh, Fairly recently, (laughs) and instead of like texting me to like set up another date, he would just Snapchat me all day long. Like Snapchat me what he was doing. He Snapchatted me because he lives in Venice that he was at the Laugh Factory. I'm like, you're in my hood, a and on my turf, and you're just like not asking me to hang out. He still Snapchats me. He went back to go to training camp or whatever. And like I haven't, I have not written him back after I don't even open them. And like weird. I even sent, ooh, I even sent him a text. Um, he, like the last time he texted me was like high at one a.m. And then the next day I just wrote back, great effort. Um, <laughs> like I've even like basically alluded to like, can you not? Because you know you're annoying me. He still sends me Snapchats. I'm like, I don't care that you're at training camp. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I would never go out with him again. Uh, turn offs. Turn offs. Um, games like that. Um, laziness, uh, and do you have any like sexual like, kind of turnoffs? Um, bad breath. <laughs> sure, <laughs> I mean, that's not sure. sexual, but like, I don't know. You got to floss, guys. Okay, it's yeah. not just about brushing your teeth. It's you got to get back in there because mm-hmm. you know there's a smell. You got to that, do that. You're not flossing. Get yourself some gum. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> have to. Um, yeah, I find it hard to relate to people that don't have a ton of ambition. For a mm-hmm. while, I was like, oh, I can only uh, date comedians or creative people mm-hmm. or whatever. And, and now I don't, like, my boyfriend's a restaurateur, but. Oh, that's a cool job. Yeah. Sorry, I just went away from the mic. Uh, I would totally date a restaurateur. Yeah, yeah food. who wouldn't? Yeah. <laughs> Food's, like, my favorite hobby besides yeah. drinking. He's got three places. Yeah, that's he's awesome. Three. Yeah. How'd you meet him? Tinder. Tell the others. Tinder? Tinder. Really? If you swipe enough times. I do I do that with Raya. I get like bored sometimes. Like sometimes I'll be like highly selective with who I swipe on and like I will go and like look them up and like mm-hmm. background check them before I swipe them. But then if I'm bored enough and I can't like sleep, I'm just like heart, heart. <laughs> <laughs> What's your like taking it offline move? What's do you message a long time or mm. do you get Usually I find if you are messaging for a long time and not scheduling a meetup, you're probably never meeting up. Right. So sometimes like I will even just be like, here's my number. Let me know if you want to grab a drink this week. Like that's totally my. Because that's like, I just don't feel, I don't have the time to like message and I don't really care what you have to say <laughs> until after I like know you. 
Yeah, you know? you know when you if you meet someone, you know if you're gonna get along. With yeah, exactly. Right away. If you yeah. like the way they look and smell. Yeah, and touch like I don't want to ask you how your weekend was and make small talk. Like I will care after we've met, but I don't care. Right. <laughs> Just to make small talk with like a stranger. And you're still wasting your time if you're mess. Some people are like, you gotta vet them. You gotta message them enough mm-hmm. to vet them, and it's like, yeah, but. I mean, meeting them in person just takes a nice, polite hour. Yeah. And as long as you're doing it safe, like, you're not having them pick you up at your house. Yeah. You're like, you know, you go meet in a public place, whatever. And specifically with riots, they're already basically vetted. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're public figures for the most part. So, like... Like, you know that they at least have 4,000 Instagram followers. (laughs) No, it's not that. It's like they're public figures. Like, I'd be able to Google if they were, like, convicted of a rape at some point, you know? Sure. So, yeah. Though I would say there are probably a few rapists on Raya. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. More than a few. Yeah. <laughs> Raya, home of rapists. I want to... <laughs> oh my God, it's alliterative. Um, <laughs> Maybe you're... take that part out because Raya actually gets really mad when you talk about them. Do you oh, think? Okay. Yeah. Uh, oversensitive. Out. Yeah. My uh, friend got kicked off of it. So take all this part out. She got kicked off of it because she mentioned Raya on a podcast. She mentioned a member that was on there on a podcast. Oh, yeah. We Raya, we love you. We don't want to yeah. kick it. Well, yeah, you don't, don't want to get, get, yeah, get, yeah. get kicked off. Bridge, uh, kick Courtney off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough Instagram followers anyway. <laughs> um, who's your pop cr- c- culture? Pop culture crush. Pop culture crush? Um, man, that's a good question. Like I don't get like crushes on people that often. Um, Who's hot? Uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's hot. But isn't he bi or something? He would yeah. still fuck you. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, I don't think yeah. he's bi. I think he just has has had sex with men in the past. I don't oh. think he's attracted to men. Anymore. Has he? Okay. Has that been? Is that a, been a public thing? Yeah. He he answered it a long time ago, but. He doesn't identify as bi at all, but hmm. I, I think he was into drugs too. That, oh, he's so it was like that. okay, that's probably what it was. Just kind of when he has got. I mean, I don't know if you. I don't. Have you ever done any hardcore drugs? No. Yeah, if you get into cocaine, I haven't done any heroin, but if you get into cocaine and some of that stuff, you just want to get grimy. Like that's just like all part of the thing. So it has absolutely nothing to do with your sexuality. Yeah. But a lot of times, yeah. But he did answer. It was like a real cool way that he answered. He was like, uh, somebody asked him about it, and he's like, I'm an actor. Of course I've had sex with men. He's like, I've experienced ah. everything. I want to get inside of everything on that. And I was like, I, when he said that, I was all like, right. that's dope. You're like, all right, makes sense. Yeah, that, I was like, that's dope. That's awesome. I also, I'm so boring. I've never even like made out with a girl. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, if you don't want to do it, yeah. then you don't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty straight too, but. But you've made out with a girl. Mm, I like kissed a girl drunk in college, but yeah. it, it just never was. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I'd be so open to it. I, I'm, I'm not interested in... I don't know. It just seems like a waste of time. <laughs> just yeah. to experience I'd like, something? I'd rather make out with a dude. I don't well, know. I mean, yeah, that just means you're pretty straight. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think it's a waste of time. Unless you don't want to do it, then yeah, it's a waste of time. Yeah. I mean, there are definitely like that... Uh, Girl from the L word. What's her name? Shane. The girl who plays Shane. Oh, <laughs> Shane. Shane. I, don't, I haven't watched it. I, yeah. I would make out with Shane any day of the week. Oh yeah, you could tell she was just such a badass that everybody was yeah. like, oh yeah, you could see, yeah. And just butch. I think I would go for a super butch girl. Really? I think that would be my style. I mean, I because know. because I'm I am pretty straight, and like yeah. that kind of masculine energy is what like. Uh, have you seen the Tignataro documentary? Uh-uh. I hear it's good, though. It's great. And so her girlfriend was straight or thought she was until they fell in love. But you could, I could empathize with her. I was like, yeah, yeah I would fall in love with Tignataro, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, 
have two. I have a, a friend that was never, and she still doesn't even consider herself a lesbian. She just fell in love. She was married, and they were going through a divorce, and she sort of fell in love with one of her friends through the process of like di- when she was divorcing her husband, and now it's like the love of her life. But she just, she's like, I never considered myself a lesbian. I just fell in love with a person. Well, yeah, totally. I mean, that's, I mean, we've she, talked about that yeah. before. That is, yeah, you just stop to see gender and those kind of things, and yeah. you you don't care. You make it work if the person is that's, sexy or hot or you're in love with them. For yeah. sure. That's what happened with the Eat, Pray, Love. Uh, what's her name? Elizabeth. It was a big Does it news story. In the movie? Yeah, no. the woman who After, writes. Uh, the, the woman who wrote it. Oh, I do kind of remember that. Yeah, yeah, In yeah. the last like year or whatever, she left her husband to be with her best friend. Yeah. And I, she considered herself straight. Yeah. I think. Oh, yeah. Um, interesting. What are oh. your bucket list musts? Bucket list musts? Hmm. Are you living them all right now? Yeah, I feel like I live a pretty full life. I yeah. travel a lot. I mean, I'd like to travel way more. Um, I don't know, maybe live overseas just for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, my, all my stuff is mostly career, though. Bucket list must would be like get on SNL, uh, have an hour special on Netflix soon, like right. you know, write a sitcom that I can be in. You know, totally. Where's your favorite place that you've been overseas or? Recently, um, me and Stassi and Katie uh, from Vanderpump Rules and Diana, uh, if you watch it enough, that's the one that Kristen told to suck a dick to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we, well, Kristen was with us in Denmark, so we all went to Denmark and then uh, Kristen went home and the rest of us went to Paris. And I would say Paris, I've oh. had been there twice before and did, was not really blown away by it at all. But that trip, it was just a perfect storm and we just had so much fun. Like that was like the best European trip ever. Yeah, I went with my best friend for New Year's Mm -hmm. and we had such, we went to London first, but then we Uh went to Paris and I was just like, this city. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's awesome. London's cool too. I got to see a lot. I got to to go to a lot of countries. I'd never been to Europe until like two years ago, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I did one of those USO tours where you do stand up for the troops. So I got to go get paid to go to like Kosovo, which is not that great, Uh, but like (laughs) uh, the UK, like the Netherlands, Germany. Uh, all these crazy places. So I got to see a lot through that. Dope. Which is cool. Uh, guilty pleasure. Mm. Vodka. <laughs> <laughs> a dirty martini. Sure. But it's uh, not like it's not like something I hide from everyone. No, that's nothing to be guilty about. <laughs> yeah, do you yeah. ever go to t- uh, Takes in Takes? Echo Park? Uh-uh. It's the French. Uh, where do you, what part it's, of the city do you I live in? I live in West Hollywood, but is it a good French restaurant? Uh, yeah, it's pretty solid, but, but they, a martini at Takes really? is like the best. Yeah, you're making me want a martini. Oh, are you kidding me? Their food is, to be honest, no offense, Takes, a little subpar, but... Well, not t- everyone's married to a restaurant tour. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I just yeah, yeah the food's We're not just together. The food's not the food's fine, but to get a martini in the bar is like a thing. Really? Oh, really? Like you have to go, and I think yeah, it's the happy hour. I think is like nine dollars for happy hour. yeah nine dollars for a very good martini, like a beef eater gin martini. Nice. And yeah, take a babe there, and then you have two. And two martinis is exactly where you want to yep. be. Yeah, exactly where you want to be. <laughs> yes. Just well made. A nice, big, fat, plump, meaty yeah. olives. Yeah. Which, what's an olive? Like, I still don't know. It's very they're meaty. They're wonderful. Yeah. Especially when they're blue cheese stuffed. Oh, don't even talk to uh, me. Yeah, of course. I've stuffed my own in a restaurant before. And they're like, <laughs> they don't have them. I'm like, okay, why don't you just bring me some blue cheese and olives? I'll show you how to make them. <laughs> but yeah, if you guys don't know, that's true. Go to Takes. It's spelled T-A-I-X. It's uh, off of Alvarado and Sunset. And it's a wonderful place to get a couple of martinis. Across awesome. from Bright Spot. Yeah, across the street from Bright Spot. What are the name of the restaurants your boyfriend owns? Uh, ooh, 
Good plug. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love food. I love restaurants. So the front. So Will they give me a good deal if I go in. <laughs> we record in. This is good housekeeping. Mm-hmm. It's like the back spe- speakeasy bar of Cafe Birdie, okay. which is the front that restaurant. That place really pretty. I walked past it. Yeah, yeah. it's gorgeous. Um, the food's really good. They now have a woman woman chef, which oh, I cool. think is that dope. That is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and their very first one is a place in Grand Central Market called Horse Thief. Uh-huh. It's a barbecue joint. He's cool. from Texas. So is his business partner. So it's like a cool, uh-huh. um, fast casual place. And then they just opened uh, Bar Angelus this spring. Cool. Where's that at? Where the Elliott Smith wall was. <laughs> it's in the east is, side. Uh, is. Silver Lake. Oh, yeah. okay. It's like by Malo, do you know? Or by Sunset Junction. Oh, Malo. Yeah, they do comedy there, right? Yeah. yeah. I think I've been yeah. there. Yeah. Yep. So they did a really cool treatment of uh, people were up in arms about mm-hmm. uh, this place, like any part of the fa- fa- facade changing. Uh-huh. But I feel like if American Apparel bought that space or whatever, uh-huh. Elliot Smith took a picture in front of this mural. Uh-huh. And so it's like kind of famous. But uh-huh. the landlords have never made any money off of it. Uh-huh. And like if somebody like a big place came in, they just would have ripped it down because yeah. like it doesn't matter or whatever you could you make up your own mind about whether it matters or yeah. not no but i i do i have seen what they've done with the wall it's a and cool they did treatment. and they honored it too so mm-hmm. it was they brought the inside piece they brought the piece that they cut out inside. do you have any idea what the elliot smith no, wall is i have no idea i bet you if you saw it it's uh-huh. this swirl of lines elliot smith do you know who he was no i'm he, a moron okay you're a not lot a moron. of the mute no you're not a moron the music in Goodwill Hunting. Uh huh. He's like, like a composer or something. He he was a musician uh-huh. who killed at, himself. Who killed oh, himself? Sad. Yeah, and uh, it, he took this famous picture by this wall, mm-hmm. and so Silver Lake was upset, up in arms, because uh, they kind of took a portion of the wall. Indie famous. Uh, yeah, he's very indie yeah. famous, and uh, they took a portion of the wall, and they kind of they did a treatment. They brought it inside, kind of. It, it looks really cool, but. All the media and everyone did was uh, just say talk about like these this this uh, company like tore down the Elliott yeah, well, Smith wall. Press for him, yeah. Evil gentrifiers. Oh but it's like they they're they're not they're not like this big corporation, and they did a really nice yeah. treatment of it, and they have live music in there, and they're not like cool. shit bags. So out. guys, cut it out, okay? Go to Knock Bar it Angeles. <laughs> go to Bar Angeles. Awesome. Yeah. You guys need to relax. <laughs> there you go. Elliot would probably be happy that there was a change made. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a stand-up show there soon, and have sure. you guys on. Oh That'd yeah, awesome. definitely, great idea. You can host it because you're going to start doing stand-up. Oh yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. This will be fun for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, describe yourself in a nutshell. Mm, um, I, I know who I am. I'm very, like, grounded in myself. Like, I'm not, like, you can't, like, hurt my feelings that easy. You can't really, like, like, a casting director or someone could tell me, like, you suck and no, and you're ugly. And I'd be like, well, they just didn't know what was, like, I just had really bad taste. Um, like I've just that's like, good. Yeah. Confidence. Like yeah. an intrinsic. I guess confidence. Yeah. But it's also just sort of like, it's, I don't think I'm the greatest person out there at all. Like, or the most talented, but I just think like, I know I'm a good person. So I like, I don't know. That kind of stuff just doesn't bother me that much. I love that self-acceptance. Yeah. Steve, yeah. if you were going to describe her in a nutshell, what would you say? Her? Yeah. I don't know. Everything that she really said, I think you are very grounded and you seem very down to earth and people probably wouldn't think that right away. Right. I don't, yeah, probably not. Yeah. I was say saying that. at the beginning of the conversation, like, you seem like such a California girl, uh-huh. just on a superficial level, yeah. but you actually have this, like, 
depth which which people say to my face about me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> They'll like, be like, oh, oh my god, actually really smart. You cool. surprised me. <laughs> but the worst is when people are like, oh my god, you don't look like a stand-up comic. I'm like, think of something better to say. Everyone's <laughs> like <laughs> totally. Um okay, last question, you guys. Being good in bed means blank. Enjoying yourself. Yes. Not performing. Like actually just enjoying yourself. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a great answer, especially from a woman, mm-hmm. just to have a good time. Because that's all. I mean, that's all I want. That's all guys want is to make mm-hmm. sure that the generally that the woman is having a good time. Mm-hmm. Plus, don't you think that opens you up? Like when you were, I feel like a lot of women have the experience of being more performative in bed when they're younger. Yeah. And then when you're finally like in it for yourself, I feel like you can mm-hmm. explore new things and discover things that you're into that you didn't even know before and mm-hmm. I don't know it makes you can actually start enjoying it though because I know I've had friends who who said like in like I wasn't like this but like all throughout their 20s they were literally just trying to perform and so like they didn't like and do cool stuff and like look sexy <laughs> that like they never like oh, enjoyed having oh. sex yeah and then they just didn't come yeah you know? exactly. <laughs> yeah yeah no, yeah, I should let me take back to I don't think most guys do just care about the woman having yeah. a good time, but but that is a get you get to a place where yeah, that's great. And yeah. usually that that's when and, things and, start to get to have fun. Yeah, and I think guys can pick up on it when someone's faking and like and like just performing. Absolutely. And we're so men are easy. Like we can come so easy. There's nothing yeah. to us. So if a woman <laughs> is like in the pro- proper mental sp- space to have a good time and enjoy herself, and she's coming and or not coming or but she's having a good time mm-hmm. then that makes us feel like oh it's just another way of being a provider you know mm-hmm. what i mean like in the 50s we used to have jobs yeah. we don't anymore so <laughs> at least just let, let us have a good time yeah. man yeah <laughs> hilarious oh i love this well cheers guys this has yeah. been a super fun happy thanks hour thanks for having me thanks for it's coming been really fun yep bye guys bye Thanks so much to Rachel for stopping by the show. Steve and I had such a blast talking to her. Definitely make sure you check out her podcast, Be Here For A While. And just a quick reminder, today's show was sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that believes that therapy should be affordable, confidential, and convenient. A Talkspace therapist can help put you on the path to a happier life. And come on, who doesn't wanna be happier? (laughs) So for a special offer for our listeners, Visit Talkspace.com slash reality and use promo code reality. Again, that's Talkspace.com slash reality, promo code reality. Come on, get happy. Check you guys next time. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.